0: Welcome to Spiritual Kiki. My name is Viruchi and I'm a comedian and Oprah Stan. I want to help you laugh, meditate, and twerk your ass off to the deeper world around you. In Spiritual Kiki, we'll interview leaders, artists, comedians, spiritual advisors, and health and wellness gurus. I hope Spiritual Kiki makes you giggle, think, and awaken to your best boss bitch life. Hunting! my next guest is an actor and avid yoga practitioner she loves to do funny characters please welcome to the show glow sigh welcome hello <laughs> welcome to spiritual Kiki the podcast
1: yes how are you
0: good just um, I haven't had my morning workout yet but I, w- I went for a walk but okay I'm gonna work out after this so gotcha right so tell me about yourself
1: well um how much do you want to know <laughs> <laughs> I'll well do, we
0: yeah
1: i'll do a brief little bio um i am a taiwanese texan um actor voiceover artist and um i'm new to la ish new ish I've been to L.A. or I've moved to L.A. about a year and a half ago to further my acting, voice acting career um, from Austin, Texas. And, yeah, just really giving it a go, you know, pursuing the dreams, um, living life with passion. And, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, we actually met at a table reading.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. Totally coincidental that, you know, we just ended up in that, we got cast for that table reading together. um, And then we sat next to each other.
0: Oh, yeah. The two Asians.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And now here we are.
0: Yes. So how did you get started in acting?
1: So it's, that's a bit of a I'll, I'll sum it up, but it is part of the bio of who I am. I was doing a lot of performing arts as a kid. Um, you know, studied dance, um, played a musical instruments, and mm-hmm. was in theater. And, you know, cast in a play when I was in elementary school. And, uh, did theater all throughout elementary school, middle school, into high school. But then I think, like most Asian parents at the time they don't want us to pursue a career in the arts. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they expected me to have something that's a bit more stable. So I ended up in college with, um, as a business major, and Mm. then I actually transitioned into elementary education. That's what my degree is in. And then, lo and behold, just kind of lived the normal life of trying to find myself and find a career. And I ended up in um, commercial real estate for many years. Oh, wow. And yeah. It, you know, then the, I realized the corporate life, while it's stable, after, you know, more than a decade into it, I realized it was not for me. There was, I, I didn't have that passion for what I was doing. Um, mm-hmm. I had, you know, I found, I found it interesting, but... I have no passion for real estate or commercial real estate, and so in 2015 I went to a one of those personal professional development seminars, much like Tony Robbins or Landmark. Um, it's called Discovery, and it's based out of Texas. And one of the one of the things about the seminar was, you know, what is your passion in life? What is your mission um, mm. for your life? And I took from that seminar that I've always been a performer and I've always wanted to perform. And that was something that was missing from my life. And so in 2015, I left my corporate job and started pursuing acting and full time and just made a transition. And now here we are, you know, uh, yeah. Five years later, chasing the dream and living it and really having a great time.
0: Do you think that in that conference you had some kind of spiritual experience or awakening or anything?
1: Yes, uh, there was there was a lot of exercises that we did to kind of reflect on who we were um, during that moment. Obviously, um, you know what kinds of pains from our past can we can we heal from and can we like. Kind of get over in a in a sense, um, and then how are we living in our present day to day life? What kinds of roadblocks were we encountering that are like creates this vicious cycle in in our lives? And mm-hmm. then what what things from our childhood that were we passionate about, and what things in our future can we really be pursuing to fulfill our life's mission? So those kinds of reflective things were, um, yeah, this like spiritual awakening within me that was like, oh, this is what's been missing in my life. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: hence why I left a corporate job.
0: (laughs) The crazy thing is that it was always there this whole time.
1: Yes, exactly. That passion was always there. And, you know, it's funny because then I look back and even when I was in my corporate job um there were instances where um, in austin at the time the f- you know the filming career was quite going through quite a boom and this was during a time when they were filming like friday night lights
0: mm-hmm.
1: as a regular show in austin and during those years when i was in my corporate job i remember a couple of instances where i dragged my ex-husband to audition for like some you know independent project or to be a background you know like so it was always there
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: Wow and now that I mean now that you're able to live out that mission and that passion it's it's like night and day right
1: yeah yeah I um, I just knew that I was not meant to be in an office Monday through Friday sitting behind a desk you know nine to five being a paper pusher I just coming out of that and now doing what i do i'm like this is a world of difference you know Mm -hmm. um yeah
0: love it love it do you how, how did you get started in yoga
1: well you know it's a practice i've been doing for a long time um i primarily got into it as just a form of exercise um i had a dance background Um, as i mentioned as a kid and then getting out of school and being in the real world um, i found yoga just to be a form of working out to maintain flexibility Um, but over time i realized that going to yoga class or you know doing a yoga practice also gave me this time for zen and inner peace and um just allowed me to um have these this time to almost like meditate and have clarity uh, while i was doing my yoga practice so it was great it was like kill multiple birds with one stone
0: Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah have you have you ever done like core power or those heated yogas
1: i have done heated yoga i You know, I even tried Bikram for a little while.
0: Bikram? I did it once and I was like, I'm done.
1: (laughs) It's, yeah, it's challenging. I've done, you know, I did one of those like five class pass things at at a Bikram studio in Austin. And then actually right before the lockdown, I did another, I bought another like Bikram five class pass for this studio nearby. And I went to one class and then the lockdown happened. Um, I just, I think it's okay to do every once in a while. I, I've decided Bikram is not for me. I'm much, a, <laughs> I'm much more like a flow vinyasa person because the, I guess the, this, the rigidity of Bikram, I guess you could say how they have the same exact, you know, 27 poses through each, I just After a while, it kind of bores me, so that's why I'm like I can do it in this little spurt of time, and then go back to what I consider like my normal yoga practice.
0: Mm, So are you like, yeah? So you're like flexible and all that.
1: I would not say I'm super flexible. I know where my flexibility strengths are. Like for instance, Mm. um, I've always had a very good back, like a bendy back. And so back bends are not an issue, but my forward bends are pretty poor. And that's because I discovered through the years of doing yoga practice and actually even a little bit of Pilates. um, And then in talking with a physical therapist friend, they said I had short hamstrings. So my forward folds and forward bending is actually not so great but through the years of yoga practice you know now I can easily more easily I guess touch my toes whereas in the early years it was hard for me to touch my toes surprisingly
0: oh wow no I mean even to this day I can't touch my toes Yeah. but I don't know if it's I mean I think it has to do with my lower back I don't know I've Mm -hmm. just never been flexible
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, everyone's body is different. I discovered it was my hamstrings, whereas some people have, right, maybe it's their back flexibility. It's just, who knows? Like everyone's body is different, but keep going and your body can adjust.
0: I know. I think one thing, I don't know, a yoga teacher, or it was probably some kind of speaker, but they're like, it's not about... Doing the poses—it's about trying. No, wait, no, 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 no. It's not about doing the poses perfectly, but it's about yes. you know reaching for the poses. Yeah, yes. I mean, like trying, like attempting them. Yeah, correct. Yes, and yeah. I love that. It's like
1: you, yeah, because it's your own personal journey in how you what uh, what goal you want to reach. Do you want to reach that pose, or do you want to just Keep trying, and that's the goal is to get to that. So,
0: yes, and whether you do it perfectly and you know, can do a handstand, whatever, it doesn't matter. No,
1: yep, exactly, exactly.
0: Cool. I uh, do you meditate?
1: I do, I try to do every morning, uh, right when I wake up. I have this bad habit, though, of, you know, waking up, reaching for my phone and kind of start Mm. scrolling on the phone for things. And then I have to remind myself, no, this is my time for meditation. Um, So every morning I open up uh, one of the meditation apps that I use because I'm much more of a guided meditation kind of person. So I've been alternating between two apps. One is called Let's Meditate. And the other one is insight timer and and they're free (laughs) because I got to go with free, but um, you know, there's obviously other ones that are more robust, if you will, uh, that you can pay for, but I use those two and um, I choose, you know, whatever goal I might be interested in for that morning, whether it's. Um, to relieve anxiety or to have focus or confidence. So those two apps, they'll have like specific themes or like, you know, a goal, I guess you could say. And, you know, they show you the time, how the length of that particular practice. So it's, it's really nice. And um, they usually show you who the speaker is or to let you know if it's a male voice voice or a female voice. And, you know, I just listen to it, follow along with it. And that kind of gets me going for the day. It's a good start uh, to the day. And actually, at the beginning of this lockdown, an old roommate of mine had included me on a Deepak Chopra meditation series. Yeah, he has one of those, like, 21 days. 21 days,
0: yeah, with Oprah.
1: Mm -hmm. So I was listening to that at the beginning of the challenge. beginning of the lockdown and then uh, once those 21 days were over it was back to my usual meditation Are oh, you
0: completed all 21
1: yes mm-hmm.
0: wow that's amazing yeah you know i just listened to deepak this morning oh good yeah yeah the uh the 2008 it's a uh, spiritual affirmations
1: oh okay i'll have to check that out
0: oh yeah yeah it's great it's from a to z okay But I think he kind of, like, repeats himself or makes up some stuff. (laughs) He's, like, got to fill in every single letter in the alphabet. Oh. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's, um, it's cute. I think, um, it's great. But, um, I don't know. I know sometimes I think with, like, I really love with Deepak in terms of, like, reprogramming your mind. Yes and i mean he likes to talk about the field of infinite possibilities like yes and
1: train the brain we have to train the brain
0: yeah to have basically
1: you know a different mindset even during this time of lockdown and listening to that series about abundance um it was it was actually interesting that the friend who brought me into that meditation practice was doing it via like a group chat Mm -hmm. and um, there was someone in the group chat who was like, how can we think about abundance during this lockdown where we're, (laughs) you know, kind of like stuck at home and there's loss of jobs and all this stuff. But it really is a train your brain changing your mindset because as you're saying, Deepak was saying, you know, there's limitless possibilities or endless possibilities. It's, about thinking that, how can you change that thinking, right? And so yeah. in my mind, it was like, oh, now I have an abundance of time. Now I have this abundance of being at home to work on certain things that I've been putting off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And now people have an abundance of time to, you know, maybe watch shows or catch up on shows that they've been missing out on. or know, now there's no commute so they have time to be at home with their loved ones or you know with their children so yeah mm-hmm. different mindset
0: yes and it's you know it's I mean yeah no, it's, it starts with the whole like you know you your thoughts create your reality
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if you I mean if you limit yourself and your dreams then I mean, that's all. I mean, no, you're the one, you're the only one who's limiting them.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Um, And once you start to dream and believe big and great things for yourself, then the universe will allow it to happen.
1: Yes. So that is another, um, I guess it's not really a meditation, but it is another uh, kind of, I guess you could call it a meditation. I subscribe to this thing called Thoughts from the Universe. And every morning, it's a Monday through Friday, every morning they send you a little email and it is a thought from the universe. And every day's a different message. And so I read this particular thought and then I go into my meditation practice. Let me see if I can... Yeah, it's called um, a note from the universe. And for for today, it said, worry? Why? Glow, do you really think something could be wrong? Are you not eternal? Have you forgotten how much you're loved? Don't you see how far you've already come? Could you possibly be in better hands? The universe. So it's like food for thought every morning. And sometimes it's, um, you know, a brief little message. And sometimes it's a little bit, a little longer like this.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love it. I love it.
1: But that's from, um, if you want to subscribe to it, it's from tut.com. Cool.
0: Yes, It's, um, no, yeah, it sounds similar to the whole, you know, law of attraction and that kind of yes. movement. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, so I saw you do You know, you do comedy videos on Instagram.
1: I try.
0: <laughs> Is um? Do you prefer comedy over drama?
1: I do. Um, I I prefer watching comedy Mm -hmm. Uh, just because I love to laugh and I think laughing is good for the soul and you know I try no I disagree I (laughs) disagree I mean yeah some people think crying is good for the soul which is that's you know you gotta have a balance I think of all that Um, but I try not to take life so seriously and I think that's why I enjoy also performing comedy and people have told me my i guess not that i have a face for comedy but i'm way more expressive in the face so that bodes well for comedy but surprisingly i book more dra- dramatic roles and i think maybe just because there is more dramatic pieces written than there is really good comedy that's written and so because i'm booking more dramatic things than and for fun, on yeah. my own time, I'm creating comedy pieces because I want people to just, you know, not take life so seriously.
0: Yes. No, I, I. So you like? I see. Like you like you like doing characters, right? That's more of your. Yes.
1: Yeah. The right now, especially because I, at the beginning of this year, I had this intention to really push my voiceover career, and even before the lockdown happened i had I had booked a voice coach, you know worked on um, getting my demos updated, yeah. and so building those characters was really important for the voiceover practice, and so now I just thought you know I'll just take those characters and because I'm focusing on the voice, I'll just put those on video and put them out there
0: yeah. Do, do you feel like the characters allow you to be like a version of yourself that's more out there
1: Yes, yes, they're definitely um a little bit of me but to an extreme yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah um, i know i i um yeah no, I was just I, I asked that because because from my perception of you from the couple times it's you know you're a little more reserved, but I could yeah
1: and I think i I definitely come off that way um, mm-hmm. for new people that I meet and um, just yeah i I guess in in the getting to know someone process, I am that way, and then mm-hmm. I, I slowly. You peel back Feel. the layers of this onion.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there
1: you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, comedy is life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Um, were you? where you? Were your Taiwanese? Be? Were you born here?
1: No, I was actually born in Taiwan. Oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. As they say. I wasn't born in Texas, but I got there as fast as I could.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you? Uh, what What age did you come here?
1: I was about five years old when my family immigrated to Houston. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's, uh, yeah, I was about three years old when my family immigrated from Thailand.
1: Yeah. And then never left Texas up until about a year and a half ago, deciding to come out to L.A.
0: Yes. Do you, you you know, since, you know, with your spiritual practice and your acting, do you see any crossovers, any way it benefits each other?
1: Well, you know, for sure. Um, There is this mindfulness now, um, because I started the the meditation practice um, once I got into acting. The meditation practice is newer than the acting uh, career, and I find that, yeah, there's a bit more mindfulness in connecting with, the, with my scene partner or um, in the script and in the writing. I can look at a script now, read it, over and over and really like focus and and draw into what the writer is trying to say
0: mm-hmm.
1: whereas i think before um there was i was just a little bit more maybe all over the place mm-hmm. and you know with the meditation practice also there is this deep appreciation for the, the people involved right because Mm-hmm. no one no one really gets to where they want to be by themselves it does take you know it takes a village so to speak you know people who are creating good content for television and film need a writing team they need a director a cinematographer you know it takes multiple people to help help you get get you to where you want to be
0: mm-hmm. yeah awesome do you have you like for me, after reading um, Deepak's Seven Spiritual, uh, Seven Laws of Spiritual Success, mm-hmm. I I like, so his last one is, his last chapter is The Law of Dharma. Mm-hmm. And well, basically, it's just the idea that your purpose should be rooted in trying to help other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how can I serve? How can I help? Mm-hmm. And have you done any reflection about that for your life?
1: Yes. Yeah, um, so the ex- example is, um, I think I was very fortunate to start my acting career in Austin where the acting community is very helpful. Everywhere I went, you know, uh, through networking organizations or events or in acting classes, people were always very helpful with information. Mm-hmm. They always wanted to share, you know, where they were going for headshots, for self tapes, for, you know, this, that, and the other. And it, people made it seem like if I had started out in LA, it'd be more cutthroat and people weren't <laughs> willing to share yeah um but you know surprisingly i got here and i found that to be uh not not necessarily fully true i have encountered plenty of people you know such as yourself willing to help and engage and include um each other in in whatever they were doing um that's acting related and i think it's super important like you can't it, it's like you shouldn't not want to help people because if you help people, people will remember that and they'll want to help you in the future. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it goes back to the golden rule of treat others how you wish to be treated. I want to help. I want to help other people because I hope that they'll help me in return. You know, it's yeah. Treat others as you wish to be treated
0: yes what goes around comes around
1: exactly exactly
0: yes yeah no i no i brought that up because i think you know it's so easy as an actor to get caught up in like i want fame i want power mm. i want money yeah. versus making it the bigger goal of oh i actually want to you know inspire people i want to yes. change lives i want to yeah
1: And that's usually my goal. Like that's, yeah, that's for me. Um, when I think about the core mission that I have in life, it's the whole fame and wealth thing is to me, I think it's almost like a side, um, not a s- subsidiary. It's, just, it's like a, it's like a side effect. It's yeah. that should, that should be the side effect of what you're really pursuing, which is this passion to inspire people and to, to help motivate other people. And so, yeah, I find great value in what I'm doing when other people are like, Hey, Glo, it's really great that you're, you know, encouraging others to pursue their dreams and you're, you're doing it. And I'm like, Yes, yes, because you can too.
0: Yeah. And that's what. You know, I'm a firm believer in encouraging people to follow their dreams and live out their passion.
1: Mm-hmm. I have encountered, you know, and, and in the process of doing that and talking about it, I have encountered friends before who have said that they're not even quite sure what their passion is.
0: You know, um,
1: I have a a friend from from middle school who I kept in touch with, and he just, he was kind of just going through the motions of life, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: um, has a job that he enjoys, um, you know, and is married and was like, I don't know what my passion is. You know, and so I said, you have to allow yourself time to think about that, to process and reflect on what that might be. And there is a lot of people who I think just go through the motions of life and don't give themselves that opportunity to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And that's that's important too that I think people should really allow themselves time
0: yes. to figure
1: out what their passions might be, and that's not to say necessarily you know dive in deep once they find their passion, but you know weave it into their life for sure
0: Yes, know thyself mm-hmm. i I mean you know when you brought that up, I also have encountered people in that situation who I think they I think they know, but they're just they have a fear of committing because they're worried that they might fail or whatever, right. but it's like you're never gonna know if you don't try,
1: yeah, yeah, a lot of people fear failure, and i I think you know it's better to try and have failed than
0: to not try
1: to not try and have like that that regret there or that like. That little mind that was like, well, you never know, because you didn't try.
0: Yeah, and also success and failure is subjective. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you're living out your passion and you're enjoying it and having fun, then it doesn't matter what anybody thinks.
1: Yep, very true, very true.
0: Yes. Is there anything you would like to add or plug?
1: Well, so in talking about my characters, um, you know, there's a few that I do on my Instagram and my, I guess, IGTV. Um, I do a, a Texas voice it's my character, Betty Lou, and she loves to talk about food. <laughs> and, um, then my other character is, um, is actually from my past. I I shouldn't say past life, that's a different term, but my previous career as a school teacher and from when I was married, um, I was Mrs. Savory. And so my other character is my teacher character and she's very, you know, prim and proper, but friendly. And um, so I do have to do that this week because it's teacher appreciation week. And uh, then I do a character voice for this pet turtle. It's not my pet turtle; it's my roommate's pet turtle. But I do a little uh, character voice on Conchita, and that's the pet turtle. And then separately on YouTube, I'm pursuing a, or I'm not pursuing, but I'm pushing for this movement called Dating in the Wild, which is. You know, encouraging other people to not use, not solely rely on dating apps, but to really build some confidence and encourage people to um, garner dates by just meeting people uh, out and about. And I know that's hard right now with with the lockdown, but, you know, you can still kind of connect with people that you maybe have known or through a friend Um, So hopefully I will have you as a guest perhaps tell a story about maybe a date that you've gotten or maybe you've asked someone out from just being out and about someone that you've met, not through any kind of social media or dating app means. So that's a series that I've been doing for a while and I do it in my more reserved, soft spoken ASMR voice. <laughs> and so then I interview people in a very calm manner, and, and then they tell me their dating story, and yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: Oh wow, love it, love yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, no, it's so crazy because you don't have to... you can actually talk to people and not use an app.: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I definitely want to encourage people to like not rely a hundred percent on dating apps to find dates. It's, yeah, it's an encouragement of just talk to people and put yourself out there and ask that person out. Worse so, they can say is no.
0: Okay, so now post COVID-19, how do you think dates are gonna work?
1: Well, <laughs> I think maybe the whole referral thing, I'm encouraging more the referral, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I know you, and maybe I go, oh, I know someone um, who would be great for you to meet with, and then connect via Zoom or like host these Zoom happy hours. And then, because I've done that, I've done these, um, I'm in this festival group. And uh, it's for a group of people who love to go to a specific music festival. And we all got on these like Zoom calls for uh, those of us that were single. Actually, there were people on there that weren't single as well, but there were plenty of people on the Zoom call that I did not know. Uh, But, you know, in talking to them in that hour or hour or so, we talked about which one of the festivals we had been to or what year we had been to or which one of our DJs was our favorite, which, you know, music producer, were we following or were we listening to that night on a live stream? And then we were able to connect, you know, on Facebook afterwards and message each other. And so I think in, uh, you know, post-COVID, I think people might be more open to reaching out and connecting in that way because they've met through they've met virtually in a sense and can then be like, Hey, you know, I want to further this conversation from this group that we were in this like group party, (laughs) virtual party. And um, yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like having a a house party, but instead you're meeting virtually and then you'll just connect one-on-one afterwards and um, perhaps have a virtual date. And if you're in the same city, maybe you just, go meet for a walk somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> meet for a walk. Okay. Yes. No, it's, I know.
1: There's possibilities.
0: <laughs> the poss- yes.
1: I think people will just have to get more creative.
0: Yes. How to have sex six feet apart. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe there might be even more so a, um, th- that, that opportunity to build on a different level of intimacy so no longer is that rush yeah. to like get physical because right because we want to like maybe quarantine maybe make sure like okay you're not seeing other people or you're not at a you know job where you're interacting with a lot of people maybe you're working from home whatever it is where you know that maybe um you're maybe a little bit safe from getting sick Um, and, uh, just maybe connecting with that person over the phone, over video chat and building intimacy that way before actually having real physical intimacy. I think that might be uh, a lesson in patience or just a lesson in learning again, more of that learning thyself. Oh, what does kind of turn me on? What does uh, what Anne What am I interested in? What what about them am I interested in? How am I learning about them? How am I learning about myself in, in terms of intimacy?
0: Yeah, everyone's just gonna become a cam person. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much, Glow. Yes,
1: you're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, have a glorious day. I'm Varuchi and you've been listening to Spiritual Kiki. Follow me on Instagram and join me next week for another edition of Spiritual Kiki. Yeah.